Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right, folks, it's the hump day, December 13th. Time for your afternoon rush here on this Wednesday. Hope everyone's having a fantastic work week, getting closer to Christmas and all the other festivities that come along with it. I tell you what, let's start this jam fest off with Christmas in Florida. This is a fun little jam we got out there. I'll tease all your stories of the day. And what does Christmas in Florida even mean? Are we putting uh, Christmas lights on an alligator? Who knows, folks? Here we go. All right. In today's episode of Bachelor Rush Hour, we've got Tom Cruise finding love. Share that story with you. I've got an update on the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal. That's right. Your boy. No shortness of drama leading up to the Christmas season here. Uh, there are motions happening. There are emails being leaked and revealed. It's getting ugly. It's getting wild. And it's getting public. I've got that story for you. We've also got a little update on the Cat Izzo, John Henry breakup. What's going on with Olivia as she fights back the people criticizing her for exposing Cat's DMs. I've got that story for you. A lot to get into today. This and more on The Rush. Let's party. Come on, folks. Where do we even start? Tom Cruise, 61 years young, finds love with ex-wife of Russian diamond trading oligarch, 36 years young. Mission Impossible, trying to make an age gap like that work. Elsina, the ex-wife of a diamond trading oligarch and daughter of a prominent Russian MP, was seen canoodling in London's Mayfair with the 61-year-old Mission Impossible star. Tom has been in the UK filming action-packed scenes for Mission Impossible 800. <laughs> Eight, and showing off his new long hair as he did his own stunts, as always, with a helicopter. The Hollywood star and his new flame are said to have arrived at the party in Grosvenor Square together at around 9 p.m. last Saturday, shocking the other guests. All right, they were inseparable. Clearly a couple, says Daily Mail. Very interesting stuff. You know, so this lady's my wife's age. I'm 38 years young, but um, hey, 61 years young, but Tom Cruise, he's keeping it real, I guess. And by real, I mean, keeping it really complicated. I mean, come on. He grew up before the internet. Now he's got to learn how to do TikTok dances with his millennial girlfriend. No thanks, folks. All right. Well, let's get let's keep this Christmas cheer going here and we're going to get to uh the Tonight Show. We've and again, we'll get to the Bachelor content in a minute, but on the Tonight Show here, we've got uh Jimmy Fallon actually creating a music video for his new Christmas song with Megan Trainer. We already shared the song before, but here's a music video. Listen to this pro audio. It bops. Is it a tie? An ugly sweater? Matching pajamas. So something better? All 
right, you can go catch that full music video out there on Jimmy Fallon. But, uh, boy, all she wants for Christmas is to be wrapped up. But I swear there's a trap. She really wants something else. And for this Christmas season, why don't you get her HelloFresh? They're a sponsor for us today. HelloFresh, we're big fans of. They got a lot going on out there. It is a meal uh, sort of a delivery company. You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh. Yeah, you're packing boxes. You don't need to be going out there looking at cold cut prices. No. Uh, you got to go uh, deliver it. It shows up in a nice little cooler. It's all recyclable stuff and it's all pre-portioned. After a full day of wrapping presents, there's still so much you need to do. Some days it feels like eating a wholesome dinner is next to impossible. But with HelloFresh, you can turn busy weeknights into memorable mealtimes with delicious practical options designed to save you time like their 15-minute meals. Uh, don't forget, you can also get their breakfast, not just dinners, easy breakfast to start your morning off right, 10-minute lunches, and everything in between. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RushHourFree and use code RushHourFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash RushHourFree with code RushHourFree. All right. Also on The Tonight Show, we didn't just have Megan Trainer. We celebrated Taylor Swift's birthday. Did you guys catch up on that? We've also got Sydney Sweeney preparing for, I believe, her Christmas Day release of her new movie. And she shares a story about having to operate with poisonous uh, spiders. Have a listen. It's a huntsman spider, which is huge. Sydney, this is insane. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because you're okay. You're going to laugh after you see this. Uh, But... It, so they told me it was trained. I don't know how you train a freaking spider. I know, but what are you no not way. supposed to not believe? What are you going to go, oh, that one doesn't look trained to me. It's like, what do I do? I know. Sure. So we're filming, and then the thing just starts biting me, but we're in the middle of the scene, and I'm supposed to be screaming, but then my screaming got a little serious. So they thought you were acting. They thought I was making really serious, dramatic choices in a rom-com. This <laughs> would be a disaster to any terrible. actor so out no there. Cut. So I'm just standing there with a spider on my arm, biting me, and I'm screaming, and just everyone's watching. And Glenn was the only one who was like, whoa, 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 I think this is a little real. But uh, we the, had a the, cut. The medic actually wrote this up because he had to report in. Yes. You, you were fine, but the medic wrote up into this uh, thing. She said, first aid, Sydney Sweeney, cast department... Bitten by spider, now spider woman. <laughs> all right, so there it is. Yeah, look, it's not all uh, cheery stuff out there. Rom- you know what's funny about rom-coms is, yeah, rom-coms usually involve some element of suspense, risk. You know, there's always some hijinks, uh, uh, very dramatic prop falls and things like that. I Let me tell you this. Nobody loves a rom-com more than me. It's called Anyone But You Movie, and I am telling you right now, I am so looking forward to this. I've actually heard... Check out the new trailer for my new movie. My movie. It's actually my movie. We'll see whose movie it is when it comes out. Okay. But I've heard that Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney actually had a real romance. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, they look like they've got great chemistry on camera. So we'll have to see this movie. It's exclusively in theaters this Christmas. I have to say this. This is my wife and I's last Christmas before we have a baby. Maybe we'll go to the movies. Is that something we should do? Hey, honey, should we go see a rom-com on Christmas? She says she wants to go see Willy Wonka. All right, we're going to go see Willy Wonka and a rom-com. Is Willy Wonka a rom-com? It could be. It's a romantic movie, right? Um, Anyway, uh, we've got Clayton Eckert in the news. Uh, Let's get to him next. 
Former Bachelor Clayton Eckert has released a reel. He's obviously, if you've ever seen him, a fitness guru. He's great with his nutrition and his working out, and he's actually got a wellness program I wanted to share with you because I just saw this online. It's called Online Wellness Coaching for as little as $100 a month. Let's hear his pitch. With the new year right around the corner, resolutions will begin to be made. For many of us, we'll strive to be better through eating healthier and being more active. But where do we start? What workouts should we do? How often should we do them? And what meals should we prepare? My guess is Clayton has the answer, and he says on his Instagram post, let's make 2024 your best year yet. I would love to help you reach the goals you've always dreamed of obtaining. So if you want to create that change now, then let's get to work. And he actually shows some amazing results he's got from his clients, hashtag online coaching. If anyone out there wants to help Clayton out with his online coaching business, I got to tell you, proof is in the pudding. The guy uh, puts in incredible work, and I would love to hear from you what your experience is like uh, with Clayton. And of course, you can go to his Instagram at Clayton Eckerd, excuse me, at Clayton Eckerd. Um, and you can go uh, support him uh, doing something good with his following. And that's not the only update from the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal. As you guys know, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep this relatively short. We got a review from someone said, we don't want the whole episode to be about this. So I'm trying to keep this short. My case, uh, which is Monday, uh, which is I'm being sued for harassment over my coverage of this uh, of this uh, Clayton Eckerd scandal. My case uh, actually looks like it might be delayed, and um, that would be due to uh, get granting a continuance to try to come to an agreement. Again, th- this isn't because of anything I've asked for. It looks like um, multiple dozens have emails have been sent saying, "Let's get an agreement. Let's not take this to court." But you have to remember. I'm not the one who brought this to court. She is. Okay, so let's not forget that. This isn't her begging, please, you don't have to do this. I'm like, I know, I never wanted this. And speaking of wild court documents, this is what happens when you go to court. Things come out. In court documents that have emerged, it 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 shows, and I made a 20-minute video on YouTube if you want to watch the full thing, a contract that was created by Jane Doe um, hoping that Clayton would date her for a week. Here's just a snippet of the contract. For a period of one... The Couples agreement, it's called. For a period of one week, while determining the best court of action for their pregnancy, party A and party B will exclusively explore a relationship with intention, meaning with the goal of it turning into something long-lasting and meaningful. There is no obligation to engage in intercourse if either party is uncomfortable with the act. From the date that this agreement is signed until one week after, no action whatsoever will be taken in family court or other civil or criminal court cases. Um, So, guys, this is strange. It's bizarre. You can go what, like read or on YouTube if you want to see my video there. It shows uh, basically her attempt, I guess, to get Clayton to date her. Uh, which look, you—that's relationships, right? Everyone wants to be loved. I just think uh, you know it uh, by putting something in writing here. I promise to not continue a a uh, a, a family court case with you if you just. Give me a shot. I don't know if Clayton has ever responded to this. I don't know if at that point he was done with her. Either way, wild, wild stuff. Also in news, the subreddit that was created in order to expose the lady that is taking Clayton to court uh, has been banned. This subreddit was banned due to a violation of Reddit's content policy 
against harassing online. And after the ban of that subreddit, uh, we've actually learned that there's a new subreddit that was created called Justice for Clayton. And this subreddit, uh, I'm going to share with you how many people have joined right now. It was just created hours ago. This subreddit has, let's see here, 135 members. So if you want to join a subreddit uh, where you support Clayton Eckerd as he battles in the court and out of the court uh, to get his name back, a name very important when you're talking about uh, speaking about um, you know mental health issues and all of the good he's trying to do out there. Uh, if you want him to, if you want to support him, now you know where you can go. It's called Justice for Clayton. It's a subreddit. It's basically a place where people will post court updates and see all of the results of what's going on. I said this before and I'll say it again. If there are situations in which I lose my case of harassment, if I lose a defamation order from kicked off of the internet and completely canceled, uh, the case isn't going going away. It doesn't go away with me. I've just been the microphone that has shared this case with my audience and with an audience that is intrigued and fascinated by what they have seen as a lack of justice. A case where Clayton continues to say, I've never had sex with her, or we only had oral sex, and he's being dragged through paternity testing and this and that. A case where I've reported that on two occasions, he tested uh, the paternity tests that were done showed little to no fetal DNA. Tests that were done at different spans during the pregnancy, tests that should have resulted in not just fetal DNA, but a conclusion as to whether or not he is the father. So, will this just go away? The short answer is no. No, it won't. Um, I could be struck by a taxi driver tomorrow. The case doesn't go away with me. Uh, the toothpaste is out of the tube. There was actually an Australian YouTuber who shared the full timeline and they're saying, what are you going to do? Sue me? You're going to come over to Australia and sue me? You know, it's just, um, it's, it's starting to reach mainstream and, and you know, it feels slow. There's a lot of bitterness that comes with it, feeling like other Bachelor alumni don't have Clayton's back, don't have my back. People aren't responding to my text messages. Guys, it, it's wild and it's made to make you feel like a nut job when you cover something like this and you go, oh, am I the bad one? Am I the bad one here for wanting there to be justice and for continuing to use my platform to push my foot down on the gas pedal of said justice so we can drive in the direction of truth? Am I the bad one? And, you know, every once in a while, people that don't like me for whatever reason will say, oh, Dave, you were asking for this. You were poking her. You were prodding her. This, that, and the other. And you go, well... Hey, maybe that's my personality type, but have I said anything and have I done anything that is not in pursuit of the truth? My answer to that is no. And that's my barometer, not to pretend to be some holier than thou person, but I had nothing to gain by speaking up for Clayton and I only have everything to lose. And I remind you to look at those content creators that love to bathe in the drama of Bachelor Nation that are remaining quiet right now. Look at those and ask yourself, do I want to support people that didn't fight a simple fight for justice? Guys, we're not talking about quack theories. We're talking about reading court papers, talking about things and exposing them, but no. And I can understand so many people have fallen prey to the fears of being dragged into a lawsuit. I can understand that. But I still believe in our country that truth wins out. It doesn't always win out right away. There might be many setbacks. 
surprise ambushings that happen to Clayton, to myself, these types of things. But I still believe that not only will the truth set you free, but that audiences are smart enough to learn about the truth and make those decisions for themselves. We've got another story here that's very interesting. Jennifer Aniston rejects offer for an intimacy coordinator in a sex scene with gentleman John Hamm. I mean, if I, mean, if I was in an intimacy scene with John Hamm, I would actually, uh, I would ask for extra rehearsal time. Have you seen this guy? He's got a sledgehammer on him. All right, we'll have this story next. Jennifer Aniston rejected offer for an intimacy coordinator in sex scene with gentleman John Hamm. As a product of the olden days, Aniston confessed she had no clue what an intimacy coordinator was when the morning show produ- production team presented the offer. She had nothing to fear when it came to getting intimate with John Hamm on camera. And again, uh, an intimacy coordinator, coordinator, it's not always because you don't trust the partner you're with. It's They, they help. Uh, you know, I've worked on projects where they've kind of had to... Uh, you know, they'll, the, when you shoot a film, there'll be like three or four cameras and then monitors will be showing what's being shot on the different cameras, right? And it might just be one camera, but either way, what happens during an intimacy, intimacy scene is everyone from the crew, from truck drivers to electricians, will always find themselves around the set when there's something spicy going on. And there might be nudity, and even if they don't show nudity in the final product, there's people walking around in skimpy clothes, and of course, it can be very, uh, very wild. And after, after the Me Too movement, a lot of new laws were kind of put into place within the Screen Actors Guild and how movies are set, which is making a closed set, which is making the monitors that have to be seen only available to the director, the cinematographer, maybe the sound guy. But, you know, the third key grip that's in charge of, uh, you know, whatever, they don't need to be there once the scene is being shot. And um, it has really changed in the last few years. The morning show actress, 54, opened up about her steamy sex scene with her co-star and friend on the satirical dramedy and why she felt no need for an intimacy coordinator while shooting with the show's director Mimi letter present for uh, present for the scene Aniston told Variety that she felt protected and never felt uncomfortable her longtime friendship with John Hamm was also a big factor for her sense of ease John was such a gentleman always I mean every move every cut you okay she recalled it was also very choreographed that's the beauty of Mimi and our gorgeous editor the music and lighting so you don't prepare they said where someone asks you if you're okay and i'm like please this is awkward enough we're seasoned we can figure this one out and we had mimi there and of course an intimacy coordinator would probably also work for new actors that might not know the protocol and this and that but jennifer aniston a consummate professional now when we talked earlier about justice we love exposing uh, when there are uh, when there is creative theft that happens out there. Now, as a comedian, every so often another comedian accuses someone or a fan will accuse one comic of stealing another comic's joke. And the truth is there's a lot of similarities in life and people kind of come to the same quote unquote magic tricks of of comedy where you 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 learn plays on words and puns and punchlines and rhythms and anim anim uh, what is it? what's what's the la- animonopia am i pronouncing that right the flow is all similar well olivia rodrigo is now being accused of stealing her saturday night live performance concept by another musician the musician posted on tiktok by the name noel sucks and the accusation is probably less towards Olivia Rodrigo and more to the creative director who came up with the scene. Have a listen. So I'm pretty sure my art got stolen and put on Saturday Night Live for Olivia Rodrigo's most recent SNL performance. 
I just want to know what you guys think after I show you some facts. And she said she conceptualized, directed, edited, and set prop designed this video. And she's showing a video side by side with Olivia Rodrigo. So that is them uh, at a tea party, smashing cake, very similar Here's stuff. A music video I did a few years ago, side by side. And everything is just really close. And if you want to watch what we're talking about right now, you can see uh, the video of this Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. So I just want to have a chat with Olivia Rodrigo's creative team. So first I found the creative director. Here he is. And immediately I see that we have a friend in common. Oh boy. A friend who has publicly posted my music on his social media. So my friend comments this. And it basically called out the creative director. The other friend comments something that I never saw because it was deleted. Then the guy just turns off any ability to comment. So I go to his production company page, same thing. No one can comment on any of his work. Why? So then I see that his immediate next move is to unfollow any evidence that we were linked on social media, that he could have saw me through my friend. So at this point, I'm like, I'm just gonna confront this guy and give him a chance to explain how this could possibly be a coincidence. No response yet. And in the meantime, I went back and saw these credits again. And literally while I'm looking at things, I see this guy and this happens. Why? So let me know what you think. Um, in conclusion, give Give credit to the creators is the conclusion. So yeah, very damning stuff. And, and, I, and I gotta be honest with you. Um, uh, people are saying, well, Mad Hatter was the original concept because it was a very tea time shot. But, you know, is it stealing from her or are they borrowing from the same creative uh, in, in influence? It's a tough question. It's very tough to prove these types of things. Uh, and that's why a lot of shame and exposure comes in when someone steals from you because it's very hard to prove that they are actually stealing from her. And if they're both fellow musicians, sometimes people, um, you know, you know, borrow this same idea in this case a mad hatter type tea time theme either way we'll see if there's any other comments made from that it's very interesting stuff all right let's wrap it up with the bachelor in paradise news yesterday we covered that cat Izzo and uh, john henry of course broke up and we had some more information from reality steve that uh actually i'll play what you had, what he had to say regarding their breakup and that aaron and eliza broke up essentially right after the show ended Clearly, the cat and John Henry, everything that I was hearing over the last couple days pretty much was confirmed by John Henry in that post. And that uh, being that John Henry dumps Kat uh, Izzo because she wanted to be in San Diego and he couldn't be there for work. They are on good terms. And then, of course, there was a big beef with Liv, Olivia. And uh, Olivia said this afterwards. The same people calling me petty for posting that conversation are the same people tagging me in the breakup post, laughing at them and thinking I get joy from seeing that. Y'all are disgusting, truly. Now, I know Liv's not talking about me being disgusting. I think it was petty for Liv 
give Lou to share a private DM publicly, especially on the day or day after Kat Izzo's break going up with going through her public breakup. Uh, that's how I see it. I don't think Liv is a petty person, but I think if she could have done it again, maybe she would have not done that. And that's her response. You know, I don't like that idea. Like, oh, these are the same people. Yeah, who knows? The internet's full of hateful people. Absolutely, but I, it doesn't change my opinion that she was a little too um, extra in sharing Kat's private message. John Henry actually came back with his own thoughts. He said, for those who have nothing nice to say based on what was shown on an edited reality dating show, just know I don't feel that I made a mistake choosing her. I never watched this back and second guess things. I fell for the real Kat Izzo. And uh, my, my question to folks out there, it's like, if... Are we okay? Like, we all like John Henry. Are we okay just accepting that he had a good thing with Kat Izzo? It didn't work out. He doesn't want any hate being sent to her. Like, why Why do we, as third-party audience, give two shits whether or not it worked out or didn't? I don't know, folks. I just don't know. All right, well, we'll be back first thing in the morning with new content as there is a lot developing. Trust me when I say this, as the days move closer to my harassment case on Monday, there is a lot developing. I appreciate all of your support. If you don't mind and would like to uh, write a nice review, uh, we always appreciate that. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. It helps us in the charts, which gets new eyeballs and earballs listening to us. And everyone have a good evening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.